Hi, welcome to the Dan Bradbury podcast where turnover is vanity, profit is sanity, and cash is king. In this podcast, I'll bring you resources, tips, interviews, and lots more to help to grow your business and make it less dependent on you. Hi guys, Dan Bradbury here. And before we get to this week's very special episode of the podcast, a quick reminder, time is running out if you want to be crowned the ultimate entrepreneur. So if you go to danbrowie.com forward slash contest, you'll find the details of a £10,000 cash prize that I'm giving away to somebody who is the ultimate entrepreneur. Ultimately, it's a competition perhaps in the last 12 months. You have had your best year in profit or revenue. You found a unique opportunity to take advantage of, or perhaps you zigged when others zagged and moved in the opposite direction of your industry and not just survive, but thrive because of COVID. So this competition is taking place on the 22nd and 23rd of June, and you can find out more about it at danbradbury.com forward slash contest, where you can find out the information and apply to be crowned the ultimate entrepreneur and walk away with a £10,000 cash prize. Now, with that said, let's get to this week's episode. So a bit of a quirky one. Back down at the start of the previous lockdown, Unfortunately, my son, Jensen, who is uh, 10 years old, came down with COVID. And so he was feeling a little bit sorry for himself. But he takes after his dad in that he's an aspiring entrepreneur and business owner. And so we tried to use the time more productively. And I I tried to codify for him my rules of money. Everybody that I've given uh, these 12 rules to have given tremendously positive feedback. And even though it's aimed at younger children, and my three children are all under the age of 12, there's been quite a few adults that have said that these rules are highly beneficial for their simplicity. And this is really as it relates to personal finance. So I've broken it down, uh, these 12 rules, into four areas. They are money mindset, making money, managing money, and multiplying money. And think of this as a little cheat sheet, if you will, trying to break it down to the first principles of money. So there's three rules in each of these four categories. So money mindset. So number one, you can learn anything, including money. So I'm trying to install this belief in my son, Jensen, that any skill that you desire, you can learn it. You've just got to study it. So whether it's books, whether it's uh, YouTube videos, or whether it's conversations with his parents, You can learn anything, including money. That's the first belief that I wanted to instill. Number two, money comes from work. I already feel some people start talking about passive income and that kind of stuff. But when it fundamentally comes down to it, I think it is misleading to talk about anything other than you've got to really work hard initially. And I want my children to be raised understanding that they've got to really put the effort in in order to create money. In other words, they are not to be entitled just because they come from a well-off family. Rule number three, and this is critical, spend less than you earn and invest the difference. Every single week, every single month, I'm trying to hammer home to my children that, okay, if they earn any money for anything, we have a conversation about, okay, they can spend some of it, but they've got to save and invest some of it. So I want their mantra to be, spend less than you earn and invest the difference. So the three rules of money mindset are you can learn anything, including money. Money comes from work. And third, spend less than you earn and invest the difference and you'll always be wealthy. So second category, making money. When it comes to making money, so this is the fourth rule now, you need to fill a need. In other words, you need to create 
value. Or another way of thinking about that is, Jensen, you need to solve somebody's problem. Solve a problem by doing something they don't want to do or find a way to resolve that for them, and you can get paid for doing so. The fifth rule is marketing gets it and service keeps it. In other words, you need to learn to market and sell. So my son and youngest daughter decided recently that they wanted to open a bakery. So so my, my youngest daughter, who's six, she'd gone through a cycle where she was helping out in the local Cafe Nero until the kind of the area manager said that she couldn't help out there anymore. And she was devastated. So she went and told her brother and her brother decided that they were going to open their own cafe. And they baked all the goods and they put them out and they put a big sign out in the yard. And lo and behold, three hours into this, nobody had come. They hadn't bought a single croissant or pan au chocolat and a whole variety of goods. It's amazing. It's amazing what a, a 10 year old and six year old can bake, giving YouTube and a fully stocked pantry. But nobody came. I deliberately let them struggle for a few hours first. And then I gently saw it as a coaching opportunity. And I said, why is that, Jensen? And I managed to get them to see it because people didn't know that they existed. Right? People didn't know. Like we had to have a sign at the, you know, at the very bottom of our driveway, but it wasn't obvious. It wasn't. And so I coached him into how could he communicate en masse. And fortunately, our street has a WhatsApp group. And I persuaded him to record a video that we put in the group WhatsApp group. And in addition, he got a further leverage because his mother, who lives only just a few streets away, we shared the video with her and she put it in her street's WhatsApp group as well. And all of a sudden, the car started turning up and <laughs> barking along our street. And we, we sold out in 90 minutes, I think it was. And so the point I wanted to get across to Jensen is, look, you have the best product in the world, but marketing gets the new customers. Okay. And then but that ties in nicely with the sixth rule, the sixth rule of the 12. We're still in making money here. And that is be better than the competition. In other words, be better than their alternatives, right? Because some of those baked goods weren't the best, right? And therefore, it's going to prevent customers from coming back. The fifth and sixth rules together, marketing gets it, service keeps it. So you've got to be able to market and sell yourself so people know you exist and want your product or service. But in addition to that, you need to be better than their alternatives. Otherwise, you're going to struggle to keep them long term. So they were the three rules of making money. Still a need, uh, marketing gets it, and be better than the competition. The third category was managing money, managing money. And this is something that I'm super passionate about because people want to talk about making money, but it's not about how much you make, it's how much you keep. So the seventh rule of R12 is, Jensen, you have to have a plan, also known as a budget. In other words, I want to get across to me, it doesn't just happen. You've got to have a plan for your money on what you're going to do with it, what you're going to earn, what you're going to spend it on. Have a written down plan, also known as a budget. The next rule, rule number eight, is piggy banking. In other words, put every pound in its place. So I encourage my children to think about pots. So if they're saving for a particular thing, like Jensen's saving at the moment because he wants to buy a PlayStation 4, and I'm encouraging them to get there through hard work and helping out and adding value to other people to create money. And he puts some of his money in that pot and he's got some of his money going into other pots of things that he's saving for or investing in. So be very clear, you know, the grown-up word for this would be provisioning. You know, as a business owner, you want to be provisioning your, your VAT in a tax account. You don't leave it all stuck in one bank account, or at least I hope you don't. So we need to, for the term we call it piggy banking. 
whether it be literal multiple piggy banks, or now that we're moving more to a cashless society, there's a variety of apps. Uh, so my kids use the Rooster app, and they've got different pots of money, savings accounts, giving accounts, i.e. money that they're going to give away, give to good causes, and spending accounts. But they can save for individual things or invest for individual things. And then finally, in the managing money section, rule number nine of R12 is consumer debt is for idiots. Consumer debt is for idiots. Look, if there's one thing that's going to sabotage, I believe, if there's one thing that's going to sabotage my children's financial success, it's getting lulled into debt. It's getting lulled into debt. Now, I know, obviously, that there's debt can be appropriate in certain contexts for investments, but it's hard and it's hard for children. So I just want them to understand that consumer debt's for idiots. You're going to get stuck in a downward spiral. And I'm careful not to to point out with empathy how some people have made mistakes or they've ended up in this situation. So there's going to be empathy towards other people that are in less fortunate financial positions. But I want them to be very clear that debt is not an option. And dare I say it's in my will, even though I hope it doesn't get enacted anytime soon. There are actually restrictions for what has to happen in order for them to get their trust money given to them. And uh, there's very clear laid down rules about what they can and can't do, which is explicitly forbidding consumer debt of any description. And that includes cars. Now, I know not everybody needs to agree with me on this and you don't have to, but that's my family rules and I want it to keep it simple. Consumer debt is for idiots. That's my rule number nine. And then into the final quarter in the multiplying money category, there are three rules also. So this is rule number 10 of 12. Invest in income producing assets. Talk a lot about uh, houses for rental property or dividend paying stocks or things like that. Invest in income producing assets. We've also spoken as Jensen's kind of helped out people with gardening and car washing, how it could be appropriate to invest in a in a decent lawnmower or tools to wash cars appropriately. But invest in things that are going to produce you income. Rule number 11, diversify. In other words, you don't want to have all your eggs in one basket. You want to have it spread across multiple asset classes. And for the kids, again, that's different pots of money. Don't just invest it in one stock, invest it in an index tracker, etc., etc. And finally, rule number 12, leverage. Understand the power of leverage. So this is the 12th rule. Not that they have to be followed in order. It is the most advanced. So understanding leverage, i.e. how you can leverage your money, how you can leverage assets, how you can leverage your time, for example, by delegating or hiring other people, and how you can leverage all of these things like relationships. You can have relationships to open doors that you otherwise couldn't open. Right? You're able to leverage that relationship in an ethical way. There, to my children, they are dad's 12 rules of money. There's three in money mindset, making money, managing money, and multiplying money. So you can learn anything, including money. Money comes from work. Spend less than you earn and invest the difference. Find a need, i.e. create value. Marketing gets it. You have to market and sell. Be better than the competition. Have a plan. Piggy bank it, put every pound in its place. Consumer debt is for idiots. Invest in income producing assets. Diversify and leverage. Their dad's 12 rules for money. I hope if you have children, you can take this list and perhaps adapt it, tweak it to be appropriate for your family's values and share it with them. And let me know what you think. Uh, so this is a very personal podcast, but I thought you might like it. 
So that's it for this week. And finally, on the outro, just as a reminder, if you get yourself over to danbury.com forward slash contest, you can find out more about the Ultimate Entrepreneur Competition, the deadline for applicants to enter this competition with a £10,000 cash prize end this week on Friday, the 14th of May. So get yourself on over to danbury.com forward slash contest to find out about the contest or how you could just be in the audience and witness this contest that's taking place at Warwick Conferences on the 22nd and 23rd of June. Go over to danbury.com forward slash contest right now. That's it for this week. See you guys next time. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Three things you need to do now. Number one, make sure you subscribe to this podcast so you do not miss an episode. Also, get on over to Amazon to get a copy of my latest book, Turnover is Vanity, Profit is Sanity, Nine and a Half Steps to Improving Your Profits and Cash Flow. Also, join our Facebook group, the Turnover is Vanity, Profit is Sanity community to connect with other business owners.